Welcome to the James River Church Podcast. You're about to hear another inspirational message. It's our prayer that this message is an encouragement and blessing to your life. Well, tonight I want to speak to you for a few minutes. Uh, and I feel like it's just a word in season about the power of yielding to the Holy Spirit. The power of yielding to the Holy Spirit. Because the fact of the matter is, the more we yield... The more we submit, the more we lean into with a listening heart and a desire to be obedient to the Holy Spirit in our lives, the more we're going to see the Holy Spirit work in our lives in power. So the better you and I are at yielding to the Holy Spirit, the more we're going to see the Holy Spirit do through us. And you know what the cool thing about that is? is as we're saying, God, you know, the Bible says eager, eagerly desire spiritual gifts. E- what that's saying is eagerly desire the Holy Spirit to work in your life. The cool thing is that comes through yielding. So that means the more I'm obedient, the more I'm going to see that. The more I lean into the Holy Spirit, the more I'm going to see that. And that's God's desire for you. If you have a desire for the Holy Spirit to work in your life, that's biblical. If you're saying, God, I believe you want to do more through me, that's biblical. But that's not going to come through you striving. That's going to come through you yielding. Coming through you being obedient. Saying, Holy Spirit, what are you doing right now? Holy Spirit, I'm ready. I'm available. In this moment... And as I'm saying that, you might be like, well, where would I do that? That can be when you walk into a grocery store. That can be when you're pumping gas. That can be when you're talking to a friend. That can be when you're uh, speaking with a, a server at a restaurant. That can be at any moment. Honestly, that can be when you're just walking by somebody. You can stop. If you're saying, Holy Spirit, speak to me. I want to be ready for what you want to do. The Holy Spirit might speak to you and be like, hey, I want you to stop. And I want you to talk to that person. And as you do that, the more you do that, the more you're going to see the Holy Spirit work in your life. And so I want to look at a scripture in Galatians chapter 5. And in this scripture, we're just going to, instead of having regular points, we're just going to walk through the scripture uh, step by step. But we'll look at it. Galatians 5, 25. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Now, before we get into this, this was one of those scriptures that as you're reading the Bible, you're like, how have I missed this one? You know, this is like, why isn't this on like every single coffee cup on the planet? You know, like, why isn't this the like, you know, we have Psalm 23 and and some of the great scriptures in the Bible and they're all wonderful. But I was just like, that's good. You know, (laughs) highlighted it. But This is one of the scriptures that honestly, if you get it in your spirit and you say, okay, God, that's what your word says. I'm going to do that. It'll be life changing for you. So we're going to walk through it step by step. The first thing we see is since we are living by the spirit, look at this word since, since we are living by the spirit. Now, in case you don't know, the apostle Paul wrote Galatians. In case you don't know, the apostle Paul was really good at walking in the spirit. And I love how Paul is talking to us as believers. And it's not like, it's not like a, now if you're living by the spirit, no, it's a given since we're living by the spirit. 
Meaning that it's a given that as believers, we would be living by the Spirit. Notice Paul doesn't say, if, uh, if you're living by the Spirit, if your background is like a background where living by the Spirit's a big deal, then this verse is for you. Or if you're like one of those people that's given to living by the Spirit, you know, if you're not careful, you can categorize people and say, oh, this type of person is the type of person who lives by the Spirit, but I'm not that type of person. That could be you saying, you know, you know those real disciplined people that are, they're, they're up at 4.30 a.m. every single morning, and they, they are just disciplined, and they're rocking and rolling. That's the kind of person that lives by the Spirit. Or you could say, oh, no, I'm not artsy. So I, I, those artsy people, you know, the people that are like, they're painting in their garage at night and they're writing songs and they're coming up with interpretive dances and they're the kind of people that live by the spirit. No, you, you, if you thought it was either one of those categories, you're wrong. Paul says, since you as Christians are living by the Spirit. That means every single one of us is to be living by the Spirit. That means there's not a person in this room, there's not a personality type that's more, to, more uh, inclined to be living by the Spirit or a person that Paul says, yeah, those are the kind of people that live by the Spirit. No, we all should be living by the Spirit. We all should be living. Living, the word is Zoe. That's where we get our life, is from the Holy Capital Spirit. That's, where, that's how we're living as a believer. We're living by the Spirit. Now, you might be wondering, well, can I live by the Spirit but not be full of the Holy Spirit? Yes, but it's going to be less than what God, based on the New Testament, would intend for your life. And scripturally, it's going to be with less power. So can the Holy Spirit work in your life if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit? Yes. But are you going to have the power you would have if you were filled with the Holy Spirit? No. The Holy Spirit is, is wonderful and does so many things in our life. The Holy Spirit is what makes us more like Christ. In fact, Paul earlier in Galatians talks about the fruit of the Spirit in our life. And they're, they're wonderful things. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. That's a scripture you might know. Self-control. The Holy Spirit is what makes us like he, Christ. But when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we're empowered. And so if we're going to live by the Holy Spirit in a way that we're like Christ and empowered, we have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. If we want to look like Jesus, we're going to have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I love that Jesus wasn't just compassionate when he saw a need, which compassion is wonderful. And as Christians, part of the work of the Holy Spirit in us is when we see a need, we're going to be compassionate. But Jesus' intention was said, hey, you need to wait so you're empowered. So when you're compassionate, you can actually do something about it. That's the way Jesus operated. I love this scripture. This is Jesus when he heals a leper. It says, moved with compassion, Jesus reached out and touched him and said, I'm willing, be healed. I love that. That's exactly how we should be living our lives. Not just seeing a need and saying, oh, 
I, I feel for you or showing care, but actually having the power of the Holy Spirit to do something about it. That, that means that, because you know, oftentimes you may not feel like you have what you need physically to meet a need, but when you're full of the Holy Spirit, anything can happen. It reminds me of Peter and John. They said, they look at the, the layman and they said, you know what, get up and walk. We don't, have a, we don't have silver and gold, but you stand up and walk right now. Jesus saying, you know what, I'm filled with compassion. He loved the person, but he had power to meet their need. If we're gonna live by the Spirit, then we need to walk with the Spirit and be full of the Holy Spirit. So if you haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit, you need to keep asking. Say, God, I need your power to fill me. I, I want to walk with the Holy Spirit, and I want to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. The next thing we see in this scripture is it says, let us follow the Spirit's leading. So since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading. This word follow means to conform. It's like a change of behavior. It's to imitate. So when the Holy Spirit, when we're living by the Spirit, we follow the Spirit's leading. That means we start imitating what the Holy Spirit is doing. And that can often come. So when you're walking through life and you're full of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is going to be working in your life and around you. God is always speaking. The question is whether we're listening. So God's speaking to you and he's saying, hey, I'm doing this right now. And when we step into what God is already doing, that's where we see his power at work in our lives. When we start following, yielding, imitating, I think of that scripture uh, in Acts, it says this, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit, Acts chapter two, verse four, filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. This word filled is plerau. It's the idea of a sail being filled with the wind. So literally when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, your sail is being filled with the wind of the Holy Spirit and you're being pushed along. It, other, way, other places it's used is they were filled with anger, talking about different people in the Bible, saying they're filled. It means their emotions just compelled them and pushed them along. When the Holy Spirit fills you, it will compel you and push you along to do what the Holy Spirit wants you to do, but you're going to have to be yielded to the Holy Spirit to follow him. But when you are, you start and you start yielding to the Holy Spirit, you start being pushed along. You're going to see him work in your life. Maybe you're wondering, well, what's that look like? That can be what you might call a prompting. That's where you're, you can't, it's not that you have words necessarily for what's happening, but you're like, I feel like the Lord wants me to go talk to that person to just start a conversation. You feel a prompting from the Holy Spirit and you move. So you want to follow the Holy Spirit's, Holy Spirit's leading as you sense that prompting. That's the Holy Spirit pushing you, gently pushing you. Because there's somebody that he wants you to talk to. That a prompting can be like, hey, I just feel like I need to go in this place. You know, you might be sitting and waiting for somebody or being like, man, I feel like this prompting. There were, there was a guy, uh, I was at a restaurant, it was on Sunday, 
uh, October 31st, and we got done with church, and we were getting ready for the October 31st party. And I'm going, getting the food, you know, because we're trying to grab this food. I'm getting it to go at this restaurant. And I saw this guy there, and um, he was kind of up by the cash register, and so I was trying to determine, was he going to order, was he not? And then he didn't order, and so then I ordered, and then another person, the person from the restaurant came and said, hey, you can sit down while you wait. So I sat down, and he came and sat at the table that I sat at. Now, the, I, thought that was, I thought that was different, you know? I thought that was like, there's a lot of tables around here, <laughs> you know? But I was like, okay. And then you're like, maybe this is the Lord, you know? So I felt prompted to talk to him. So I was like, hey, you know, how are you doing? Because we were sitting there together. <laughs> and he's like, I'm good. And he goes, I, yeah, I just came down from Lebanon. And I was like, oh, why'd you come down from Lebanon? And he's like, well, I do DoorDash in Lebanon was super dead. So I decided to come down here. And so we got in a conversation about how much door dashing would be happening that night because it was Halloween night. And, you know, just kind of talking about that. And then I was like, well, can I pray for you that the Lord blesses your door dashing tonight? And he goes, uh, sure. <laughs> So he had told me about his kids as well. Uh, one of his daughters was uh, in the military, and so it just kind of went through. So I prayed for him and just prayed, Lord, help this to be the best DoorDash evening he's ever had. And Lord, I pray that you touch each one of his kids and kind of prayed through what he talked about. And then, uh, and said amen. Uh, but I said in Jesus' name, amen. And I think that's important as we pray for people that we're not just praying. Because, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, I just get good vibes from the universe. And you're like, that's not who I'm praying to. All right? I'm not praying to the universe, okay? I'm praying to the Son of God, right hand of the Father. And so, but what that does is that, conf that confronts him with the reality of Jesus Christ. Because what's going to happen is... You, if you pray in faith, you believe, well, God's going to give him the best DoorDash night he's ever had. And then he's going to be like, hmm, somebody prayed for me and prayed in Jesus' name, and this happened, and that's going to open up his heart to the gospel. Then, uh, then I was like, well, I want to start your night off right. So I gave him five bucks as a tip to be like, here's your first DoorDash tip of the night. And I say that to mean like, hey, compassion's good. And you need to treat people nice and kind and be generous to people. That opens up people's heart to the gospel. But when you have a Holy Spirit encounter and you pray, what you do when you pray is you're opening up heaven over that place. So all of a sudden, a restaurant that was just a restaurant became a place where the presence of God can be because it was an opportunity that was leaned into by the Holy Spirit. And so I tell you that story to help you understand this can be, honestly, anytime you think about it this way, often odd moments are an opportunity from the Holy Spirit. And that's just the truth. If you're looking for the Holy Spirit to lead you and it's the most convenient, most non-awkward situation you've ever been in, you're probably not going to be led by the Holy Spirit. 
if you want to say, man, I need to look good in this moment, or I need to, I, I hope that everything works out, or I hope they don't think I'm weird, you're going to miss a lot of Holy Spirit opportunities because we're not called to make sure we don't look weird. We're called to follow the Holy Spirit. And there's going to be times where the Holy Spirit prompts you and you go and in in that God is just using that moment even though they didn't respond to you in that moment. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. That doesn't matter. What matters is that you're obedient and God's going to use that. Because anytime we're obedient, God uses it. But our job is to say, we're going to follow the Holy Spirit's leading. We're going to open the sail of our life and say, Holy Spirit, if, you, if your wind blows, I'm ready to catch the wind. If your wind blows, I'm ready to move where you're taking me. And it can happen in a prompting. It can happen in God speaking to you. That's, that's where you hear God say, hey, I want you to go tell this person this. That's a specific word. I want you to go tell this person this. I want you to go pray for this person about that. It can happen to a, through a prompting. It can happen through God speaking to you. It can happen through a God-given desire where you're like, man, I just feel like I'm supposed to do this. Not just like in a prompting, but it's something that God's drawing. You're like, that's an unusual desire. That must be from the Holy Spirit. But you're ready to follow the Holy Spirit's leading. The next part, we're going to follow the Holy Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. In every part of our lives. You know what's important for us to remember is God wants to work through you and in you, not just in this place, but outside of this place. You know, being in the prayer meeting and being in the presence of the Lord and gathering with believers is critical to what God's doing in the church. You being here is critical to what God's doing in the church. You being a part and us gathering is critical but what God's doing here is to fill you up and to sensitize your heart to his presence so when you're out of here, he can use you in power. That's, the, that's what the Holy Spirit wants to do. It's not just, God, since we're living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading whenever we're in church. Let us follow the Spirit's leading whenever we're around people that are Christians. Let us follow the Spirit's leading whenever we're comfortable. No, in every part of our lives. You know what that means? Some of you are going to have to change some of your habits. So you're setting your habits to follow the Holy Spirit's leading. So the other night, we, uh, we often find out we're out of milk at 9.30 at night. I don't know. It's just something we do. All right? We love that. We love to be like, okay, what are the kids going to eat for breakfast? Go check the refrigerator. It's 9.30. You're like, oh, we don't have milk. And our kids love cereal. It's like anything else but cereal is like just such a bummer in the morning. And so sometimes you're like, oh, man, it's just not. I'd just rather feed them cereal. I'd rather go out to get the milk. And so oftentimes at 9.30, I'll be traversing the hunter-gatherer that I am to the uh, grocery store to get milk and cereal. And the other night I had my, my AirPods in and was, uh, was uh, enjoying a podcast because at ninth, you, do, you get the kids down. We have four kids. And when you get them down, you're like, this is a moment for me, okay? 
It's a moment for me to recalibrate and regroup and, uh, and just veg a little bit. And so, and I think it's really interesting. I'm going to say as a side note, and this isn't in the notes, but a few messages back, my dad talked about giving God your nights. And honestly, I think that is really critical as you're allowing the Holy Spirit to work in your life. If you want to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, taking that time at night to allow him to speak to you, to take time in his presence. And this was a moment where it's not bad to listen to a podcast at all, but I was listening to a podcast and my AirPods and headed to Walmart. And I decided that I was going to leave my AirPods in while I was in Walmart to listen to this podcast. And so I'm getting the cereal and doing the podcast thing and, and get through the checkout. And honestly, if somebody talked to me, uh, first of all, if you talk to me, I'm so sorry. I had my AirPods in. I could not hear you, uh, which is bad when you're wearing AirPods because people can't see them and that's not good. But so if you talk to me, I apologize. But I checked out and then I got in my car and the first thought I had was I felt a prompting. I wouldn't say it was a specific voice, but I knew what it meant. And it was like, hey, if you want to be used by me, then you're going to have to take your AirPods out. <laughs> and you're like, well, that's true, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and I wasn't that I was like, I didn't feel, you know, it was kind of like, it wasn't like I felt like the Lord was like, I didn't feel bad in the sense of, like, I didn't feel like, like the Holy Spirit was getting onto me. I felt like the Holy Spirit's like, hey, I want to use you, but you're going to have to take your AirPods out because you're not going to be able to respond as quickly or as readily if you're not aware of the people around you. Because guess what? The Holy Spirit's very aware of people. And I tell you that story all to say that if you want to follow the Holy Spirit's leading in every part of your life, then you're going to have to change your habits. Maybe you have a habit of like, whatever. You're like, man, this is my routine. And that, that's a wonderful thing, especially if you're a person of routine, but you have to be, it, maybe the Holy Spirit will speak to you and say, Hey, I'm fine with your routine, but here's what I want. I want you to be aware of people. That might be a habit for you of saying the Holy Spirit saying, Hey, as you go into this store, cause you go in there often, every time I want you to pray, Lord, help me to be full of the Holy Spirit and be ready for what you want to do. But to think, oh, you know what? I just, I receive the Holy Spirit when I'm in the presence of the Lord in church. That's great. That's what we're here to do. We are here to be in the presence of the Lord, but we're here to be in the presence of the Lord. So God, we're ready to be sent out. We're here to hear the voice of the Lord. Say, God, help me to hear your voice here. So when I get out of here, I'm ready to hear whatever you want to do because the Holy Spirit's going to use you in every part of your life. And the Holy Spirit's very practical. We can put that scripture on the screen. It says, this is the message version. Since this is the kind of life we have chosen, it's a life led by the Spirit, the life of the Spirit. Let us make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea in our heads or a sentiment in our hearts, but work out its implications in every detail of our lives. I love that. The Holy Spirit, if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, 
it's going to have powerful ramifications in your life for the people around you. If you follow the promptings of the Holy Spirit, it's going to have powerful ramifications for the people that you interact with. But let's not go, oh, that's a nice thought. Or, oh, I love hearing about the Holy Spirit in church. Let's say, God, I need to be so full of the Holy Spirit because you know the atmospheres that I walk into are challenging. God, you know the places that I'm going need, there are people that need the Holy Spirit. And apart from you, I will not be ready. This is not me, God, thinking it's a good idea. God, this is me saying, God, I desperately need to be filled because, God, I want to follow your leading. And when you do that, God is going to use you in a powerful way. Every single person in every area of our lives, because what God wants to do is not just in this church. God wants it to spill outside of this church. But the people that are going to bring it outside of this church is every single one of us saying, God, we're willing for our habits to change. We're not wanting to be comfortable. We're wanting to lean in. God, we're wanting to follow your prompting. And God, it may get uncomfortable, but God, we're ready. We're ready. We're ready. You know, there are times where you might follow a prompting from the Holy Spirit and you might be like, you might walk out of it and go, I don't know if that was the Lord. But you'll never be used in the way that God would want to use you if you don't follow the prompting. You know what? God's okay with you being wrong, but God's not okay with you sitting still when he's speaking. He's going to keep talking to you and say, keep going. And your willingness to say, God, I just want to lean in and yield to the Holy Spirit in every part of my life puts you in the position to be used in power. And what's really great about what we're doing tonight is we have an opportunity in the presence of the Lord, not just to think about what we've heard, but to once again invite the Holy Spirit to come and fill us and then to listen to his voice because that's what gets us ready. It's no easier than it is in here. So if you're leaning in in here, you're positioning yourself to lean in when you're outside of here. And that, that's what sensitizes you. It gets you ready for what God wants to do. And so if you haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit or you have, and you just say, man, I just need a fresh, I need a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit. I need a fresh touch from the Holy Spirit. I want it, God, I want to hear your voice so I'm ready for you to lead. Then we're going to open up the altar and I want to encourage you to say, God, I'm going to lean in here so I'm ready for out there. God, I want you to use me out there so I need to be fill, filled in here. God, I need a boldness because I'm. If you're, if you're still worried about what people think, you need more of the Holy Spirit. But as you lean in, God will fill you God will get you ready and God's going to use you in power because you're yielding. You're saying, go, Holy Spirit, whatever you say, whenever you say it, I'm ready. And when you do that, you're positioning yourself for his power.